building of this sandbox and its contents are the independent thoughts of each host. It's not our intention, but we have been known to make people see red. Don't come to the sandbox and expect not to get dirty. In fact, we hope some sticks with you. So dig in, let's play. We are the Scarlet Sandbox. You know what I have realized? What have you realized? The reason you're so good at the sharing is because I'm reading. You have like 10 more minutes than me. <laughs> I blame it on the fact that I don't have that on my phone. So you have to read it every time. That way, that you way you're sabotaged. Perfecting. Yeah, while you're, you're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I yeah. am. That's okay. I'm used to it. Throw me under the bus. I'm good with it. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I know you'll pick <laughs> me up later. <laughs> Oh, God. So while we're doing this, I'm going to continue to work on sharing. Well, I've actually... I, whoa. Siri's talking to um, you. I've been doing so much better. You have been doing better. With the sharing. Yeah. I've learned to hit the top box that says share to your page. Yeah, newsfeed. That's what you look for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Looky there. Done and done. I'm so proud of you. Now if we can you. just get the last line of our podcast correct today, we will be like winning. It is. If I start it. Would you like to try today? <laughs> well, <you know> what, <laughs> so that you can say. Maybe you could tear down your way. dreams. Yes, maybe you could pull some. I do the <laughs> intro. You do the exit. <laughs> See? Y'all have no idea what she puts me through over oh, here. Okay. <laughs> At least you said I pulled weight. <laughs> so I was telling Tanner this morning on our month of um, self-accountability and know your worth. Know your worth. This is me pulling weight. I love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Listen, I am really with my arm. My arm is hurting. I think that's what's wrong. I'm, I can't pull anymore. <laughs> that's the problem. I'm breaking down and having to go to the doctor today. But anyway, we were talking about this and I just like had this epiphany, which is actually really not that brilliant, but it's just not, it's so um, undervalued, I think. That would probably sum up all of our entire podcast. <laughs> it's not really that brilliant, but it's undervalued. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's actually sad, but true. Um but anyway, I, when, you know, when people have asked me or when I've been going over the comments or things that people say about our lives or just inboxes that, you know, it's kind of the consistent feedback I get is, you know, how did, when did you become this confident? When did you become this? How did you get over this? How did you overcome? Da, 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 da. You know, Tanner is so graceful. Da, 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 da. And I'm going like, what's the magic number? concoction situation because it's not a that doesn't exist no it's exactly i don't have one that's what i'm saying so you know remember last week whatever you said to me about the day that i learned to take criticism you know when you were and i was like i'm gonna have to mull this over i'm gonna have to oh, think yeah. about that you know mm -hmm. and so um because let me tell you you and i both know over our whole life like Sometimes we faked it till we made it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we were like, look at us. We're so confident. <laughs> we were like crying in the corner. <laughs> like, you know, but I do think you've projected it. You know, mm. I think that we have done a good job at like, even if I'm not feeling it, you're not going to know it, you know, kind yeah. of thing. But truly, the peace comes when you do feel it. The peace comes when it really is there. Or but it should be and it isn't. Right. That was the big day for me. Who is it? Jonathan. And I totally meant to bring him eggs this morning and I totally forgot. Well. Shoot. Um, squirrel. So 
what I came up with for me was the day that I let people like when I stopped letting people rob my house. Mm. Like if there's nothing, mm, that's probably not a good example. Mm -hmm. I was going to say if there's nothing valuable inside that they want, but right. valuable is not the right word because it's really your skeletons you're trying to get rid of. Right. So, um, but I think to your enemies, that's your value is what's wrong with you. Right. right? They want to go, Oh, she's this. And she did that. And I have a recording of this and a notebook of that, you know, whatever. It's when you stop letting them rob the <laughs> one closet you don't want them in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When you throw all that closet in the yard and say, take it. Yeah. That's and then they're the like, moment. Oh, I don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. People now always don't want, want to tell your story. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that look like? But I think that that goes hand in hand with self-accountability, right? So mm -hmm. people used to love to make fun of me for how many times I've been married. She's a, yep. she's a, she's that. But, yep. That. <laughs> and um, what's a good word for that, Taylor? That's not a cuss word. Oh, uh, that's not a cuss word? Yeah. Sure. Uh, I don't know. Scarlet. She's the scarlet letter. <laughs> um, but for real, we are funny this morning. <laughs> we're delirious. One of the two. One of, Falling yes. out of my chair back here. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, we think we're funny, but that's just, this is, if you really want to know a life in our, a day in our life, this pretty much sounds life like Life in it. our day. Here we go. <laughs> um, this is really how we are. Like at work, we just do this mm -hmm. all day every day and it's so much fun but anyway my point is when somebody goes okay they love to use these things against me right they love to be like she's been married all these times she can't be committed she's scandalous i mean uh, and of course with that has come like how many affairs i've never mm -hmm. had you know so um never say never but i'm just saying like for the most part, people like to make those things up, whatever. They, I've had so many things added to the real life oh, yeah. drama. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I have been married four times. So then when somebody would make something up about me, it sounded more believable because here's the lady that can't commit and mm -hmm. goes through men like water, you know? So um, that was a lot to handle. That was a lot to carry. And that doesn't make me feel very good about myself, right? Like, right. what is wrong with me? I am damaged. I clearly can't stay committed. I'm picking, and it doesn't even matter why. Is it my fault? Is it their fault? Is it our fault? Is it, it, it fault? And that's the other thing we've got to get past, right, is whose mm -hmm. fault it is. Who cares? Like right. so many people bla placing blame, finger pointing when the truth is like none of that matters. Still been married four times. <laughs> like <laughs> doesn't change the fact. But when I started standing up and being like, you're right, I've been married four times. Screwed that up. Didn't know what I was doing, trying to do better. What did they have to rob me of, of anymore? Right. People quit talking because it was like, mm, you're not bringing any new facts to the table. You're not telling me anything I don't know. And the truth is, here's the deal. When it's in your closet, you already know it's there. Right. They you know just it's don't there want too. Any, yeah, they, uh, yes. Most people know. Now, those of you that are really good at keeping your deep, dark secret hidden, Congratulations, but all of that's doing is eating you. Right. It's like once you throw it in the yard, everybody realizes how cheap and how much you want to get rid of it. Yeah. Take it. And then what? Like it's They just... quit coming to your house looking for your closet because it's cleaned out. There's nothing to value there anymore. So what does that look like if you just step up and go, whoa, I forgive myself. 
God forgives me. I forgive me. Stop using this as a weapon against me. Yeah, it took me years to do that. Like I, I, if anybody follows Ravenous, like you know that I literally, literally <laughs> sat in the floor in the back of the church. Like I did not deserve a seat because my one, you know, my one thing in my closet was the one thing that like didn't warrant me a seat. It took me years, years, even after Raven, really. Mm-hmm. Like because it was held over my head even after Raven. Like and it you was know what's always, crazy? What? It's, <laughs> I feel like it's one of two people. Either the people that really are close, close, close to you, which is funny because your real friends and your real family, and I say real family, I don't mean the ones that are bonded to you by blood. Right. I mean the ones that are truly there to support you and love you. You know, I feel like you either have those people that what you call close to you that hold that stuff over your head mm-hmm. or that person that wants to see you fail, right. hold that over your head, right? There's no like in between because that's the truth is most people don't care. Or they're there for the five minute mm-hmm. drama fest. And then it's old news. Yeah. You're like one conversation and then, oh, well. And and if they are coming to the yard mm. to see your closet full of stuff, it's only so they can be like, oh, she's got a closet. I got a closet. Like, I feel better now that she's got a closet. Mm-hmm. We all have a closet. Every single one of us. So what are you going to do with that? Not, not only am I going to just like throw my crap out on the yard, I'm fine with that. But then I'm going to get rid of those people that wanted to use that against me. Right. And then you want to see your self-worth just flourish. When you have no more skeletons and you have no more trash and you have no nothing of what others would call valuable to hold against you. You know, today when I'm using the word valuable, it's truly not your house and your cars and your money and your kids and, you know, that valuable. I'm talking about value to your enemy, you know, to the person that wants to see you fail. That's what's of value to them is what's wrong with you, right? But when you go, oh, that's not valuable. I'm not holding that deer anymore. I'm not protecting that. I'm not guarding it. Well, it's awesome because then it's not valuable. True. But now whenever you don't have that closet, because honestly, if you got the closet with everything you've done wrong or what you're hiding, that's the only thing in your house that you like focus on. Once that's gone, you're able to see how valuable every single thing is. The true value. Right. Like the redemptive story is that like when you, and that sucks for anybody who doesn't and keeps the closet because you're missing that part of the God story. Like that is the point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you're so busy guarding it. You're like barring that part of the story. The and best like, part let's, of the story. Okay, so let's break this down. What what kind of things do those of you listening, if you feel comfortable commenting, great. Otherwise, get out a piece of paper. Start yep. writing them down. Write it down. If you need to burn it, shred it, look back at it, whatever. You remember we talked about the shoebox theory. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to put things in shoeboxes and put them on the shelf. Sometimes you have to put them in the shoebox and burn them. Whatever. I don't, we don't care how you get it, the job done. But let me tell you, sometimes if you can, you know, start with your paper. So if you're somebody that is a little bit more uh, reserved and private, start with the paper. But mm-hmm. at some point, you're going to have to go out on the back patio and scream it outside. And you can be the only one that hear it. You know, you don't have to have anybody hear you. But then at some point, you need to confess it to somebody else. And I think that's where early on in the Catholic days, you know, confessing it to your priest. You know, it, it is something to be said about getting it off your chest. Right. Hand it over. Hand it over to somebody you trust. Accountability. But then you know what? The more you start handing it over, then you'll comment it right here on the Facebook. I'm giving this up today. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, <clears throat> you know, most of you probably um, don't even know each other on our podcast. So give it up. Write it on the comments. What are you going to give up today? What skeletons are you giving up? And even if you want to use a code word, whatever, start giving it up. Because start putting it out on the lawn. Quit valuing it. 
Quit letting other people use it against you. Stop using it against yourself. Stop visualizing them using against you as a bad thing. Because I was always like, oh, they're saying it, they're saying it, they're saying it. And one day when I was like, you know what? I really appreciate you saying that so that I can address it. Mm -hmm. And the second that, because I don't think I would have ever addressed it if it wasn't like, I'm going to tell them. I'm going to say it. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know what? Thank you. That's actually a great idea. I'm going to say it for myself. Man, my mind was blown. My Mm -hmm. life was changed. Because that's where, I mean, when we're talking about worth, our own self-worth, when we don't have self-worth, that's because we feel shame right? and we feel guilt because somebody somewhere <clears throat> has told us we're not good enough or what we did was bad or maybe we said it ourselves. because at the end of the day, it doesn't take rocket science to know when you've done, when you've told a lie, when you've stole, when you've, you know, wronged somebody, whatever, but... The truth is nobody gives you your worth and nobody takes it away. It's all starts inside. And with God. And that's funny because you're going to believe a little tiny human over him. Mm -hmm. Oh, but hang on, God. You say all these things, but I'm going to go with that one. Mm -hmm. Like what she said. Yeah. Or what I say because I'm, come on now. Yeah. You're not that powerful. Really not. You're really not. They're not. You're not. But you are powerful enough to control your mind and control your thoughts and control your self-worth and control how you feel and how you move forward and what you're going to do about it. It doesn't just be like, okay, I'm strong enough now. So, okay, (laughs) let's talk about what that work looks like. Get out your piece of paper. Put it in the comments. And and look, let's go over – let's talk about what are are these things. Is my – did that my phone ring? No. I thought I heard it. Maybe I'm hearing things. Vibrate, maybe. Because I was going to say it's on silent. Um, Okay, so what do these things look like? Okay, so you, um, and it's so funny because when I've, (laughs) I know you'll know what I mean by this, but we will get messages where somebody will tell us that this one time they ate too many calories. I don't know. Like it can be something so... And I'm thinking to myself, I do not want to um, make light of this at all, especially eating disorders, because that's not what I mean by that. I'm just saying like something so small, right? Like I um, I told myself I was going to get up at 8 a.m. to go on a walk. And you know what? I woke up at 8, 10 and was late walking. Yes. You went walking. Man. Yes. Like, <laughs> And this is not a crisis. right? <laughs> right so we like, have, but what I'm saying is we've got people on both ends of the spectrum. Right. People that are actually... I'm thinking to myself, if that the only thing I ever did wrong was wait <laughs> ten, 10 minutes, minutes late. late. <laughs> so you know, whatever, and we don't. Again, I don't. I do not want to make light of this because I equate this to the same thing as my 16 year old daughter. She comes to me with these problems, and when you have all the things that we've gone through, especially what we've gone through in the last two years, I want to be like Tatum. This is not a problem. But <laughs> but it she's is 16, and that is a problem to her. And I've really worked on that because I want her to know that what is important to her is important to me. So if it is the 10 minutes walking or 10 minutes late, we we feel you. We are there with you. We understand. But I really want to get to the root of I had an affair. I had a drug addiction. I have been estranged from my family. I did this to my best friend. I skimmed money off of whatever at work whatever these things are and as bad as you think they are it doesn't matter because god does not measure he equates that with the 10 minutes late right same 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 
But the bigger the problem, the more guilt, the more shame on our end, the less we feel good about ourselves. So take it out of your closet, throw it in the front yard for the world to see. But why are you going to do that? So let's give that a purpose. And how are you going to do that? We're not asking you to go and scream and be like, you know, neck action. Look what I did. And it's great. Like, we're not (laughs) talking about like, listen, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean you're proud of it. And that was going to be my next or that it was right or that whatever. No, it can still be a lot of times. Yes. I mean, being married four times is not good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even though I use that and you're not going to use it against me anymore. It doesn't mean I'm proud of it. Right. That's it means that I no longer live there. That's not a part of my club, but it is a part of my testimony. Very sure. Very So when we're talking about, okay, here's my skeleton. And I'll use a friend of mine. Um, I've actually had three different people in my life that um, I grew up with that have gone through some very, um, what we would consider some trials and tribulations, you know, like down to the part of being part of drug gangs and being in prison and killing people and some serious, serious crimes. And I mean, even if you don't know somebody like that, you know about the people that are sitting in prison that have gone through things and then they've, and in fact, what happens a lot of times they turn, they turn to the Bible, learn and use that to help other prisoners or get out of prison and help rehabilitate. Mm -hmm. So what would it be? But, but if they would have never gone through those things, they would have never got there. Then they would never be helping others. And isn't that the point? That's the point. So the point is, it's your testimony. So whatever that skeleton is, throw it out in the yard and then be like, I don't own that, but I am going to use that to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's why you do it. And it's amazing. You think, how you think it's going to be perceived in the end isn't usually. People, honestly, at the end of the day are like, thank you because this is what I have. And because you did it. I can do it. That's the point. Well, and that's the thing. So, so many people spend their time going, pointing fingers and placing blame and saying, well, but she's worse than me and he's did this and she did, you know, because that's, we're not reflecting on our own stuff, right? And if we point out everybody else's flaws and ours don't feel as bad. But the truth is that still hurts. So now you just got this war between these people when the truth is if somebody goes, hey, I messed that up. I screwed that up. Can I ask for forgiveness? You know what? I'm really sorry. And sometimes they're not going to forgive you and that's on them. Mm -hmm. But when you do that and you're freeing up that other person to go, you know what? You're right. Because nine out of ten times they're going to say, wow, thanks for the apology. And you know what? I probably owe you one too. And honestly, whenever you like own it, own your story and own the facts and own the, you know, the facts, even if they don't benefit you. I mean, and then live that, like live in your freedom, live in your God story. People will come back without even for you to go to them. They will come to you and be like, hey, man. This is the information that I had, and I'm sorry, because I've had so many of those, and it doesn't, you know what, it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. Like, you thought, I thought that those, someday they'll find out the truth, and they'll know, and blah, 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 and they'll come back, and they'll know, and it doesn't even matter when they do, mm-hmm. because I'm so secure in this spot that I am. Ten but, blocks. but I also feel like those are the times that, because we've had a lot of that over right. the last couple of years, right? So, um, I mean, how many... Um, Janet, I'm calling you out if you're listening, but she's one of them. You know what I mean? She thought I was the most horrible person, whatever. And she came back and apologized and said, and now we chat. And it's fun. All the time, you know? Um, And the thing is, I could have gone and told her who I was and she wasn't going to believe me. 
you know? Um, But the best part is I could, when she came back and apologized, been like, nope, I'm not accepting your apology. No, because that is who I am. And you've worked on yourself. I realize that, you know, first of all, so many people, if I had a dollar for every single person that said, I'm so glad I got to know you Mm -hmm. because you're nothing like what I've heard or what I thought, I would be retiring in the Caribbean right now, (laughs) like for real. Um, Because that is what's wrong, right? We judge off of what somebody else said or what we saw on Facebook or what we heard. We have no idea nine out of 10 times about this person. Mm -hmm. You know, so if that's the story, you know, but that's the same thing. My skeletons are in the yard. So like me, take me as I am, don't, whatever. I'm still on my path. Come go as you please. If you needed time to figure that out, cool. Cool. Come on. Yeah. So I have no idea where I was going with that. We were ta- Oh, we were talking about the two years of people thinking one way, mm. coming back to us and saying, whoa, it was nothing like we thought. And I love it because it's just, I thought that would be so like the climax of the story when everybody came back and said yes and then that's really not you're like it's cool come on let's go Mm -hmm. you know moving along moving along but I think that takes intellectual conversation and being driven by something bigger it's when you stop focusing on everybody else in relation to you and just focus on you Mm -hmm. your story your purpose your god that's it which let me tell you when you Close the blinds, lock the doors, turn out the lights, and it's just you. How does that feel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if it's scary, you need to figure out why is that scary? You're not going to hurt yourself. So if you're scared of yourself, what, what are you scared of? If you're scared of the dark. And this is where I would like plug that. Every time you say, I don't know, keep going. Don't use, I don't know, and then do something else. Okay, let's, I have a good tool for that. Sweet, let's talk about it. So if you um, don't know, because I feel like a lot of times that people say, I don't know, is because they don't have a big vocabulary. Yeah. Sometimes we can't identify how we feel because we can't attach the word to the feeling. Right. So I think the best thing to do, I mean, Pinterest is full of these or Google emotion words. If you can get something that has about 200 words, that's like our target chart, okay? So if you're somebody that struggles with communication or how you feel or how to express how you feel, get a word chart of 200 emotion words. And so then when you go, I don't know why I feel that way. I don't know how to process this. I don't know how to communicate this. Get your chart out and start circling the words. I am mad. I am sad. I am angry. You see what I mean? So Mm. once you can take that step and identify exactly how you're feeling and really out of that 200 words, so you might want to laminate it and use a dry erase so you can use it more often, keep it in your phone, do whatever you got to do. But you want to identify about five of those 200 words per situation or thought, you know, because you can't just say I'm angry. I mean, that's a great first step, Mm -hmm. but why? Right. Anger is a secondary emotion to hurt okay so that's why I'm saying about five because you start circling angry and then you get over there to you know I'm fired up I'm this I'm that you know but then all of a sudden you get to hurt and you're going I'm okay Mm -hmm. you're hurt why are you hurt 
because my mom said this and I really wanted her to just be proud of me, mm-hmm. whatever that is. So your word chart is kind of your first, and if you struggle with that. brave enough to <clears throat> get the word chart. Don't just be like, I don't know, I'm going to not focus on it. Like mm-hmm. it's such a, I don't know is such a redirect. Like never mind is equivalent to I don't know a lot of times. You're just and like, I'm not willing to. Right. I don't want to. This because is that not hurts. Fun. And that's yes, scary. This is real. Because look, guys, come on. How many times have you gone in and it's time to clean out that Tupperware drawer? <laughs> all your, your lids don't even match. <laughs> or that um, <laughs> that junk drawer we all have in the kitchen because that's what us Southern people do. It's, you've got a junk drawer. You're lucky if you only have one. But you know cleaning that out is awful. What are you going to do with all that crap? And you're so scared to like let go of that oh post-it note that... Post-it note's not a good example. Because I might need it. Yes. You don't. You know how many uh, conversion charts I have in my kitchen of cups to <laughs> gallons and quarts? Like, when you can be like, why hey, do Siri. I need five? <laughs> why do I need five? Because mm-hmm. I'm just afraid that, you know, like if I'm on this side of the kitchen, yeah. I might not be able to reach it. <laughs> but seriously, but, the, you know, so nobody wants to clean out those drawers in that closet and those, you know. But once you do... Well, once Whoa. you start cleaning out that closet, then you de-stash like Adrian. It's like every two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel great. 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 So then if you do do a closet de-stash, and so you've cleaned it out, the closet's good, everything's great, and now you go on your Facebook Live and you sell all your clothes and you made some money, now you feel better. And equivalent to helping people. Exactly. You can make your money on your junk with people's lives. You really can. And this isn't about making money. That's not what we mean about no, that. We're just using that as a, but the point is helping people. And if you do, if you become a mentor, biblical counselor, life coach, making money, and that becomes your, you just don't know. You don't know what's your testimony. And you, you won't know until you ask God, what do you, what do you want me to do with this? It's a lot easier to clean out four things than it is an entire junk drawer. So do it often. Even if you do it once, like, this is where we were going to talk about that maintenance thing, that accountability thing. It's an ongoing thing. Like, And, you know, there's some really good retreats that if you do struggle with how to clean out your closet, mm. go take a weekend retreat. Go alone. Go with a friend. Go with your husband. Go to the retreat. They are, they are licensed and ready to help you clean that closet out. You know, if you need to call in an organizational pro to help you organize your pantry, you would do that, mm-hmm. you know? So if you need to go take a retreat to clean out that closet. This is our weekly get help if you need it. Listen. Get help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, there's no, we, you know, we say that we don't want to stereotype mental health, but we still do. And, and I feel like, you know, that's one thing that you and I are really passionate about is and, you know, everybody's on a different, ske- you know, end of the spectrum with mental health. But mm-hmm. I don't care how strong and how good and how emotionally stable we all struggle with it. Some sort of depression, some sort of anxiety, some sort of whatever, somewhere, some day. There is nothing wrong with getting help. Get help. In fact, you're actually a better person and stronger person for getting help. Because it doesn't take much not to ask. That's actually, to me, more sign of weakness, Mm -hmm. you know? And because I hear that a lot, like, right, I don't want to get help because that shows my weakness. Well, your weakness already shows. Your weakness shows. You are making a mess. Yeah. So you you don't have a problem, you know, looking at a recipe to make a dish. 
you don't have a, a problem following that YouTube, you know, whatever to make a craft. Right. But you have a problem listening to a, you know, counselor help you deal with your emotions. Yeah. Wrap your head around that. Nobody goes in and goes, you know what? I'm going to make <laughs> shrimp carbonara or whatever that stuff's <laughs> called. And I'm just going to wing it. I'm not asking for great. help. I'm not. That'd be weak. Because I know it. Do you know what? I, I don't even know what the ingredients to that are. And I can't believe No, I, but everybody would know that you had no idea what you were doing. Yeah, if you tried to serve that up on a plate, <laughs> I'd have the shrimp and I'd have the noodles. I have no <laughs> idea what goes on any of that. It would be a disaster. Right. But don't, you know, don't go get help for the other things. But exactly. And you know what? If you don't have a good support system... You start deleting people off Facebook, you start unfollowing on Instagram, and you start following people that, even if they're strangers. Yep. I got a lot of positive strangers, man. For real. I love that. Because, you know, you do whatever makes you feel good about the steps that you're taking. And if somebody is shaming you for getting help. Get rid. Bye. See ya. Cutting them out. I don't care who it is. Throw them out in the front yard with the whatever in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) Expose them. Free. <laughs> I just wanted to throw in expose because, you know. Oh, yeah. I wanted to name our show today. She said, <laughs> Taylor asked for our title today. What should we call this week's? Go ahead. Expose yourself. I said, sounds like we're taking our pants off. And I was like, yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Facebook Never mind. might plug us for that one. Maybe. We might get a bit in Facebook jail for that one. <laughs> Be, what, so instead, we do. Y'all see how quickly I open mouth, insert foot, though, <laughs> and how easily I'm misunderstood. I'm already trying to expose us all, <laughs> <laughs> and I do that all the time. You do. It's fine. It's fine because like, well, well, and my friend Kimber really helped me when she told me I took this personality test, and I've told you this before, but um, I took that personality test, and I only think like seven percent of people. Yeah, I remember. You While that's that. a very hard pill to swallow because that means I'm so different. It also was like so enlightening because I was thinking to myself so many times. I'm like, that is a great idea. And everybody else is looking at me like, what? Well, you're just miss. No, we can't take our pants understood. off in public. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. Because it's not what I meant. You well, know? I'm but- at a point where I know what you meant, but I'm going to tell you what everyone else is going to get. <laughs> I'm the mediator between you and the masses. <laughs> well, I need one for sure. Because <laughs> when you only think like 7% of people. I'm going to be like, that's that 7%. I'm over in left field all the time. That's my right. But left field, I can't lift my arm. <laughs> my poor arm. She fell in the ice. It's from all the... Multiple times in her driveway. Four. Four to be exact within 20 minutes. Sorry. <laughs> I was there. Yeah, I missed all of it. Our client, our client got stuck in the driveway. So I was trying to push her car out. Like that was going to work anyways. And so I... I'm out there like slipping and sliding in the ice rink over here. Tanner's still working. I'll come back in and I'm like, I fell. And I'm soaking wet. My butt's wet. My back's wet. My arm's dirty. They're like, oh my gosh, what happened to you? She fell. I'm still paying for it. Her arm is hurt. It has been. I did get our client out of the driveway. So I'm glad you're finally getting help. Winning. (laughs) Yes. I'm finally getting help. Only took me two and a half months. I thought I could do it on my own. It's fine. With some hot tub and some Advil and some Cairo and some massage. Wine. But some wine. Yeah, that didn't even put a dent in it. Well, I'm proud of you. So, back to cleaning out our closet. What are our uh, our life steps today? 
Write it down. Write it down. Just write it down. And even if you have to go into a closet where no one and just say it, like own it. Mm -hmm. Just own it. Usually when you're holding on to something so tight, you've done it for so long that you don't even know what's in there. You know what I mean? Like you open your hands and it's not even it's not even as bad as you thought or that you've been making it out to be. Maybe it is, but I mean you build up and things. You know, over it's time. hard because I feel like um I don't relate to this type of person. So it's harder for me to understand. And if you are this type of person, I would love to hear your feedback on this. But I've always been a put it all out there sort of person anyway, right? And so I get a lot of slack from people that are, why do you put so much on Facebook? Why do you tell all your business? I'm not asking you to understand, okay? This is my story, my path. Um, Thank goodness I feel confident enough to not worry about what other people think. But let's go to those private people. So sometimes you just don't even want to be private about the toothpaste you use. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm not knocking. I don't mean this in any way. Like it, it takes all types of people. And, you know, my husband's kind of one of those people. Um, he's more private than I am. Um, but I feel like, okay, what, why? What good, you know, really God calls us to live in community. So, and I think there's a difference in private as far as um, if you can live with your closet and you've encompassed yourself into a bubble so tight, but are you really happy there? Like, or do you miss, you know, I think that there are just some people um, that have that, their husbands, you know, they married one time, they have the little boy and the little girl and they have the great family and everything's happily ever after, right? But even those people have stuff. Mm-hmm. Nobody's free of stuff. But if you're really just more private, like what what are you protecting? I, and I'm tr- truly asking because I don't have that. I, I literally have zero concept. Is it a lack of vulnerability? Is it you don't think people care about what you have to offer you just not interested in community do you know what I'm saying yep I mean what do you think about that I'm not really that private I'm really good at holding like um what I did wrong private like you know like oh my gosh this is going well that's what I'm closet. saying that comes back to vulnerability we all do that <clears throat> yeah but I'm not like just a nobody wants to be exposed private right person nobody wants to no nobody wants be to be like but... here's my closet but it's necessary right so yeah but I'm talking about take the closet out for one minute. Just private people Just in private general? people in general. I don't know. Is it truly that's how you're built? I mean, I'm genuinely asking. Is they that truly do. how you're built? Because I know how I'm built and I'm just a share, overshare. True, but maybe they don't like what comes with it, which I can attest to. Like the drama or the judgment or the, maybe it's the reaction of, I hate to be like, they don't care what other people think. It's just that I don't want that drama. You know what I mean? Me and you living out loud like that, we always get, it's constant feedback, constant opinions or people's truths. And maybe I would love to be that right? sometimes where I'm like, you know what? It just isn't worth it. Oh my gosh. Every day. And so maybe that's it. They just No, and that's what I'm saying. But if you had the choice of nobody judging you or whatever, would you still be private? Yeah. Is it who you are or is it the is it the lack of vulnerability? Like I don't want that feedback. 
or I don't have the tools to handle that kind of feedback. Because I, I hear that sometimes. I hear that a lot from my private, my more private community, mm. which is, I'm so glad you said that because I've wanted to say that, but I can't say that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So what if there was a healthy balance? You shared a little more. We shared a little less. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm serious. Like, it's just something to ponder. It's something to think about. Right. Um, because it's funny. I feel like I've had more private people shame me for being, for living out loud. Public. Mm -hmm. Then I hear about public people shaming the private people for not. So then I feel like a lot of times, you know, I take the brunt of more, which I sign myself up for. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that in a negative way. It just is what it is. But my testimony is too great. Like I'm willing to take that feedback to push forward in my testimony. But if you're a private person, um, how How do you? you? Yeah. Which I guess that's a good question. Like how do you live in your testimony? And look, I've got overshares that think I need to zip it too. So (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like I can be criticized. Yeah, I can be criticized from all aspects. But I'm truly wondering: is is private a personality trait? Or is it a fear of rejection and vulnerability? Because if you're operating in re- in fear of vulnerability and rejection, I think you need to work through that. And I'm not saying become as open as Tanner and I. You know what I'm saying? But more open with your four walls. More open with your children. More open with your husband. More open with your family. Because we could use some help out here. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to start carrying your weight. <laughs> no, but really, I mean, because that's the thing. It doesn't matter. Take Facebook out. None of the, you know, I do think it takes a special person to kind of put themselves out there like what we do, but it's not. that's not what life's about. Life is about your four walls. Mm-hmm. So if you are being so private that you're not sharing with your husband. Right. Is it a private family or is it a private person? Mm-hmm. That would be interesting to hear. And how does your privacy affect those relationships? You know, and if it's mm-hmm. and if and if it doesn't, and you're rocking along, and you have no like mad props. That's to what I'm you. saying. We need help out here. <laughs> you Could mad you just, props. Give us all your ways. Just a cup of sugar. Uh, just one <laughs> cup of sugar. It just needs. But you know, I I'll give you another example. Um, I had a client one time. She had breast cancer. And she would come to me to wash her hair three times a week mm-hmm. because after her mastectomy, she would not get in the shower or bath and let her husband wash her or her hair. Hmm. I never said, you know, I just washed her hair and moved on, listened to her and the best mm-hmm. I could. But I thought to myself, if I've got breast cancer and I have, have, am having a double mastectomy, and my husband can't wash my hair, we got problems. So, and I really don't think it was the husband. I really think it was her, her pride. Issue. She did not want him. And she said, I don't want him to see me like that. Right. I want her. him to remember me. But what does that marriage look like if he can't see all the pieces? And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. You know, I'm not here to judge this situation. I'm just here to talk about... And that's one example of being of vulnerable many. and open. Yeah. We hear a lot. We see a lot. But, you know, for me, I have no concept of that. I tell my husband when he pisses me off, when he makes me happy, when he 
I don't like this and I don't like that and I don't want my sandwich. I want it with mustard and mayo. I don't want just mustard. Like he knows all the things. Mm. He knows how I like, because I've communicated, right? Like I've communicated or I've communicated my expectation in this raw moment when we've gone through Raven, you know, and my husband could have easily said, this is taking too much time away from our family. Mm-hmm. Nope, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. You know what I mean? Like, I can say, this is what I need, this is how I feel, this is whatever, and I can't imagine not being able to say that to my husband. And what does that look like? Too different, too different. But do you wish that you could? That would probably be circumstantial. She's probably got issues with herself, you know? You got to visit that. And that's hard. Like, hey, you have breast cancer. Now let's deal with this. Like, Oh, thousand percent. You know, but like, what would it look like if you uh, had dealt with it before you got cancer? True. And that's what I'm saying. And again, I'm not here to tell you how to live in your marriage. And, you know, I'm saying if this is somebody who you are and you want to fix this, mm-hmm. let's address it. Let's talk about it. Let's look at it. Or at the very least, you self-identify. Hey, you know what? That I could see myself not telling my husband that, and I I want that from him. Right. What's your core? What's your core look like? Pretty mm-hmm. much. What's your closet? What's the inside of your closet, what does look, like? closet look like? And of course, I always love to see the opposite of me because I'm trying to learn about mm-hmm. that other personality. Right. I feel like the more we learn about somebody else, right? Because sure. sometimes, same thing. I need to learn how to I reel can take it in some a tools out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and you know what? That's the thing I love the most about us. Hmm. Like, I feel like we're always like, oh, I've got a new tool. Yes, that looks different. That's cool. Like, I could use some of that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know. Yeah, what can I take from this person or situation? Or Because I'll tell you right now, even my worst enemy, this is what I tell my girls all the time. You know, when they were little, my mom said, Adrian, why do you let them watch MTV? And why do you let them watch? In fact... <laughs> My mom one time, she said, Adrian, because my aunt, who's quite a bit, you know, she's my mom's sister, Mm -hmm. but she adopted babies from Korea. So her kids were more like the same age as my kids, but she was 20 years older. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so there's a lot of comparison between our kids. But my aunt had been married for 35 years. She was more of that, did everything the right way. And I did everything the wrong way. And my mom came in and said, Adrian, I really think that you should consider um, not letting your kids watch Nickelodeon. Gretchen doesn't let her kids watch Nickelodeon. I said, Mom, I've been married four times. <laughs> like, do you think there's anything on Nickelodeon that they're going to see that they have not seen in this house? You know what I mean? Like, seriously. And she's like, oh, I guess you're right. Uh, but we laugh. I mean, I've told that so many times. But my point there is whether it was, I mean, because same thing. When I grew up, my parents would not have MTV. Mm. Like, they really tried to shelter me. You know, but I think for me, I'm kind of the opposite. You know, I have more boundaries in place of when they can date, when they can wear makeup and those types of things. Don't get me wrong, but we're not changing the outside world anytime soon. Right. And I hate to break this to y'all, but they were talking about sex in the fifth grade. Oh my gosh. It's so young. Oh my gosh. One of my scary. Yes. I just literally heard about a sixth grader pregnant. I know. A couple of days ago. It's insane. So if you don't think they're hearing about this long before the MTV, they are. are, Okay. So my point is, I would just say to my girls, when you see this, when you see this person doing this, is that who you want to be? Is that how you want to talk? Is that how you want to act? Is that how you, the kind of friend you want to, when somebody wrongs them, okay, well, what, what did you learn from that? Right. Did you, um... 
you know, how could you be a better friend in that situation? Right. And you're going to wrong somebody. So how do you want them to react to yes. when you wrong them? Because you're going to come around. So how you handle this wrong is, you know what I mean? There's always greater lessons and. But if you're constantly going, this girl did this to me and she's horrible and da 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 da. Good luck. Good mm-hmm. luck. Because you're because every person in the world's going to wrong you. Good luck. So if you instead say, hey, what can I learn from this girl? Because mm-hmm. you never know what kind of wrong's coming. You know what I mean? And you never know what kind of wrong you're going to do. Oh. You, you still know, man. Even when you think you have it all figured out. <laughs> you don't. Let me tell you, God has a sense of humor. You don't. don't. Yep. All right. Well, I guess we should wrap her up. Wrap it up. Let's see you in the comments. Take your paper. Write it down. Free yourself from all those bones and skeletons and things that people can use against you and throw them in the yard. See how much better you feel about yourself. One step at a time. Tear down your walls. Build your dreams. Ah, See you you next next week. week.